the World Nomads podcast bonus episode. Here amazing nomads sharing their knowledge, stories and experience of world travel. Well, thank you for tuning into this special pretty much spontaneous episode of the podcast in which we're going to announce the winners of our competition, Flip My Trip. Yeah, look, we launched the competition in May just this year, 2019, asking the question, have you had an adventure that was memorable for all the wrong reasons? In 100 words or less, we received 21,971 entries. Now, whether you had to miss out on the adventure of a lifetime or cut your trip short, we wanted to give you and a friend a return ticket and just help write a new ending to your travel tale. So we called the winners asking to record their story because they were so good and we were going to feature them on the podcast. They had no idea they'd won. So the first call we made was to Mike from the US who had a sliding doors moment with a Rachel. Yes, yeah, it was um it was maybe a little less funny at the time, but in retrospect it's uh it's 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 grown grown funnier. Um yeah, I I, I randomly uh well I, I got on the state with a uh, with a girl named Rachel uh who lives uh on the other side of the country from me and we'd kept in touch via text and WhatsApp and trying to decide when we could meet each other again and uh it just so happened I was going to be in Scotland for work, and uh, we decided to uh, just decided to you know have our second date as be a trip to Scotland, and it was a disaster. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's uh, as, as as one might expect. Maybe uh, I may have been a little naive going into it, but I figured worst case scenario, you know, we would decide we weren't right for each other and just uh, enjoy a fun trip together. And um, as it happened, she lost her job uh, on I think the second day of the trip, and. Uh, Sort of went into a uh, went into a spiral of, of uh, negative emotions that uh, <laughs> shall we say it, yeah didn't 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 do well for the trip so uh, it was ended started awkwardly and ended even more awkwardly. Scotland's a great destination, so you must have had lots of great plans. Yeah, and we we had um, you know had a couple of days in Edinburgh, and then um, and then we were driving up north of the Highlands, uh, uh, stopping in Glencoe, and then had a couple of days on Isle of Skye. And, um, you know, start, started out okay. And then, and then I think once she got the news about her, uh, her, her employment situation, uh, just, just shut up, Mike. I've lost my job. Just, just shut up. up. <laughs> this, this, this sucks. Yeah. Was, yeah there was, uh, I, 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 I would have even, you know, been, been okay with some, some stronger emotion, but I think that she just, um, she just uh, basically stayed in bed and, and we had this, had this beautiful day, um, on Isle of Skye that was, you know, uh, hikes and whiskey tasting and, and all this all this fun stuff planned and uh, just uh, I think stayed in bed and drew, drew the curtains and uh, and and was there the whole time while I went off and tried to try to make the best of it on my own. If I'd lost my job, I think whiskey tasting is yes, the first exactly. thing I'd do. Yeah, Mike, did, <laughs> I, did, I, did I tell you I could have run that co- that company, that company that's <laughs> exactly. So, that's uh, yeah. You, you think you want to you know make the best of it, but uh, it didn't didn't work out that way, unfortunately for her. Yeah, all right. Um, well, it didn't work out for you and Rachel, but what happened a few months later? Well, so as it happens, uh, you know, I, I got back uh, back home to, to Portland where I live, and. Uh, a few months later, met a different Rachel, and uh, I was a little hesitant at first because <laughs> I wasn't sure if maybe my luck with Rachel's wasn't uh, wasn't so good. But uh, this one turned out to be great, and uh, and we've been together now, I think, uh, seven or eight months now. And so, um, Mike, are you living in an episode of Friends? <laughs> <laughs> Too many Rachels. 
it's yeah it's uh it's it's funny that the yeah it's, it's, it's sort of like i think when you when you buy say buy a new car or something and then suddenly you see that car everywhere uh, <laughs> maybe you have had a bad bad experience with rachel and then all of a sudden you're there's rachel okay no are you sure do you want us to edit that comment out before new rachel hears that, that you've compared it to a car <laughs> no 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 i'm sure yeah, yeah. New Rachel uh, can cope. Old Rachel might not have been able to cope. And you haven't been back to Scotland. You haven't. No, I, I have. I have not. And and uh, yeah, would would love <laughs> would love to do it with a, with a with a more enthusiastic person who's happy to be there. <laughs> well, good luck with that because we're sending you off. Oh, wonderful! No, 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 mate. There's a catch. You have oh. to catch up with old Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was. So, I think. I think we both blocked each other on social media. Oh. Well, you have got round trip airfare for two from S. TA travel, uh, two thousand US dollars um, towards a tour of your choice. Thanks to Tour Radar, could be the whiskey tasting. The whiskey tasting. That'd go a long Absolute, way, wouldn't it? A totally. Uh, Four thousand dollars US spending money. Uh, that's from us, I think. I believe. Very generous. <laughs> Jeez. <That's amazing. laughs> wait a minute. Is that wait a minute. Can I have a, or five? I need a chat about my KPIs here. <laughs> <laughs> and US $2,000 towards accommodation costs and we'll take care of your travel insurance should there be some sort of bust up and Rachel, old new Rachel has new to Rachel, go back. And, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't think we cover that, do we? Relationship breakdowns, Phil? <laughs> Tough question. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck to Mike and new Rachel, and I suspect Phil, old Rachel, would have found herself a new job by now. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if she's listening. Give us, send us a message, old Rachel. <laughs> by the way, we got entries from 158 countries, including Mark from Canada. So uh, we were going to uh, Kauai, um, so Kauai and Maui and Hawaii. And um, some of the interesting background of this is that um, my in-laws were coming with us. And they're not big travelers and they always express kind of a skepticism and like disapproval of us taking the kids on travel so often, but they've always been intrigued by Hawaii. So we surprised them by um, buying tickets for them to bring them along as an opportunity to show them, you know, we're grown adults. We can do this. <laughs> it's no problem. <laughs> nice setup. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this already. <laughs> so, and then things really like took a turn for the worst just on our very first flight. So we were flying um, from Ottawa to Toronto, which for you guys is the equivalent of like flying um, from Sydney to Canberra, just like a little bit longer than that. It's like a 40 minute flight. And this guy was just um, complaining in one of the aisles like nearby about uh, having to check his, uh, his baggage because there was no room on the flight. He couldn't get it in the overhead bin. <laughs> So then he started like raising his voice and speaking rudely to her to the point where she stormed off the plane and we sat there for like an hour long, not knowing what was happening. And then they got on the PA system and said, yeah, sorry, folks, we're, uh, we're canceling the flight. Uh, we don't have sufficient staff to, to do this. And that was kind of like the small little action that started the, <laughs> um, the chain of effects that lasted for six <laughs> brutal days. Right now you're thinking this can't get any worse. But then, yeah, yeah, we're thinking, well, you know, we'll get on the next flight. So the guy who started this whole thing was in the lineup in front of us and he got on the flight that was leaving in an hour. Um, the six of us got put on a flight that was leaving in seven and a half hours, which resulted in shifting everything back uh, a whole day. Um, so that kind of pushed things back from being like an 18 hour flight with two kids to about 48 hours in total. With the cynical in-laws. Yes, yes, with them saying, oh, this must happen all the time. 
so, so in the meantime, you know, I'm thinking about, well, what's this going to affect? What's the chain reaction? We learned a lesson, like don't book the fancy three bedroom condo on your first night of your trip. Cause you might spend two nights not actually using it. Um, we also had the issue in that we had made a, a car reservation for a minivan cause we had six people in luggage. And so I called the car rental company since we had seven and a half hours to kill. Um, you know, might as well get on that. <laughs> and, uh, and got into this argument of logic that is beyond definition where, um, I was saying, okay, we're going to be arriving a day later, but we just want to make sure that our reservation's fine. Like we're not going to be no shows. We're just getting there the next day. And then they're like, well, we don't have any reservations available for Saturday. So it's like, well, no, no, we don't want a reservation for Saturday. We're keeping this one. I'll pay it right now if you want. And, uh, and they proceeded to say, Oh no, we can't take your credit card over the phone. So, you know, there's no cards available. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you had a car, you had a car, you were just going to be a day late. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, well, just imagine like we paid for it right now and we're just going to park it in your parking lot for a day and we'll get it tomorrow. Like what's the issue? (laughs) Uh, But anyway, that didn't work out. And uh, so we were scrambling to find an alternate car at the last minute. And the only other thing that was available was like a Lincoln navigator that cost four times the price (laughs) that would sit fit six people. So we ended up um, out of desperation booking two separate cars, realizing like these are only options to like have to travel uh, split apart. Oh, so, hey, now, wait a minute. That's a that good out. thing, right? You put the in-laws in one car, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, that would, that would be a good thing if either of them had brought their driver's license. Oh! But they were planning on being along for the ride. Uh, after all said and done, we get to uh, Kauai around 3 a.m. We ask them, we plead with them, like, is there any other vehicle that can fit the six of us? Um, we spend like an hour there and then they come back it's like, Oh yeah, we found this, uh, this SUV. Um, it's not great. You have to kind of like climb over the seats. So my seven year old, 70 year old father-in-law was trying to climb over the seats to get to the back. We're all carrying luggage in our cases, but we roll into our condo around 3 AM and it's like, okay, you know, now we can get the vacation started. Um, of course, after 48 hours of traveling, we were pretty uh, low on supplies. So first thing on the agenda is to go get some groceries and, uh, the car doesn't start. <laughs> So, so we, we call the number on there. They come, they send a guy to jumpstart it. He does that. It's running. We're like, okay, well, do we have to like drive it around or anything now? He's like, no, no, no. As long as it starts now, it'll be fine. So we run in. We're like, okay, we'll grab a bite to eat before we go out. We've got like, there were some ramen noodles in the condo <laughs> covered and uh, <laughs> eat that, go back out and it doesn't start again. So, so we have to call again. They tow us all the way back to the airport, which is like an hour drive away. Um, and and the good, the one good side that came out of this is that in the next day there was a minivan that became available. So we were able to at least um, get a, a minivan from that. Five hours later, we get back to the condo. We're able to do groceries. Um, my wife uh, tops things off by as we're walking out, dropping the full container of four liters of milk on the ground and it explodes over everybody in the parking lot. <laughs> and at this point she's on the verge of tears and someone comes and says, don't cry over spilled milk. And she was ready to like stab them. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, so moving on, it's now day four and we're able to start our vacation. So, um, I mean, the, the principal things we travel to do is like the surf and the scuba dive. That's their favorite thing. And, and I don't know if you know anything about Ottawa, but it's like eight hours from an ocean. So it's not really a great spot for it here. So all our vacations are centered around that. So I went surfing the first day. 
I told my wife, yeah, I got a rented board. I got this brilliant plan. I'll put my wallet, the driver's license and everything I'll need to do the, the rental in my zippered pocket and I'll attach it to my, uh, my board short loop. Yeah. That w- turned out she was right. And uh, I lost all my credit cards and driver's <laughs> license that day. Um, <laughs> so the next day <laughs> we decided to try again, go back to the surf break. And that's when kind of like the icing <laughs> or the, uh, the, uh, the big, uh, item occurred where just like, not even a great story. It wasn't like I was surfing like a double overhead barrel or anything. It was like a waist high wave. I tried to avoid running over a kid. My board snapped out, hit the end of the leash and snapped back, cracked me in the side of the face. Mm. I reached up to feel my head and there was a giant cavern there. And uh, that's when I realized, oh, I need help and I better get to a hospital and maybe I'm going to have to end the trip right now and fly home because I've heard about people going bankrupt over healthcare costs in the USA. <laughs> and uh, that's if they will even let me fly. So anyway, I mean, the good, the good thing about that is that all it cost was a thousand dollars in x-rays. Um, they determined that the bones were broken in like three places in my skull. Um, and that they would probably have to do surgery to fix it, but that they'd have to wait till the swelling went down anyways. So, uh, <laughs> so they're like, I mean, it'd be kind of borderline from when you guys are going to leave anyways. So if you wait a few extra days and then go straight to the hospital and get home, it's probably not the end of the world. So, right. so anyway, I got a pretty wicked scar on my head now as a souvenir from that trick from where they went into my uh, skull and, and shook my face. Oh. Um, yeah, there are other little things like losing my glasses as well. And yeah, we got locked inside of the swimming pool because we stayed after 9 a.m. and had to like... <laughs> We worked together with other people who were stuck in to create this kind of makeshift ladder rather than paying a $250 rescue fee. <laughs> so what were, you, what were your in-laws yeah. saying at the t- at the, by this stage? You know, surgery required, no stage, prescription glasses. They are like, like, we're never traveling with you again. <laughs> My mom was like, does this always happen to you guys? Well, I was kind of shocked at all the, like, multiple things that were happening every day. (laughs) And what's your name? I mean, Mark joined us. I am Pollyanna. I'm Mark's wife. Pollyanna. (laughs) That's such a nice name. And so not what you'd expect from Pollyanna on a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) But does it always happen to you? Do you you actually have trips that don't go wrong like that? Like. We've had lots of trips where we've had like one thing yeah. go wrong or like, you know, lost baggage or like major cancellations and delays. But this was the one where like everything Every, kept happening yeah. like one day to the next or something new that just topped the previous one. I'm feeling pretty bad about this because, you know, like you sound like a bad insurance risk to me. Yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> this is bad news for us because we're actually going to be covering your travel insurance when we send you to flip your trip you are among the winners oh my god that is so amazing congratulations guys i wanted to direct you to to one of the podcasts we did with the honeymooners who when they go on holidays everything stuffs up so you must listen to them 
But you have got round trip airfare for two from STA Travel, uh, two thousand US dollars towards a tour of your choice with Tour Radar, four thousand US dollars in spending money, and two thousand dollars towards accommodation costs in US. And as Phil said very reluctantly, we will cover <laughs> your insurance from World Nomads. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much. And I'd be leaving their laws at home to look after the kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, our final winner is Sam from the US, who's currently in the middle of a road trip across the States, but he pulled over to the side of the road literally to take our call. And his entry, by the way, isn't quite as funny as the others. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely wasn't funny, although it makes a good story afterwards. So, Sam, tell us what happened. You were trying to get to Colombia. From where? Yeah, so a little backstory. I was uh, working in Panama for three years at the time with the U.S. Peace Corps. So doing community development work and I had just finished my service and decided to go travel around South America a little ways. So I wanted to travel like the locals and take the boat from Panama to Colombia. That's uh, the boat that runs along the Panamanian coast, um, along the Pacific uh, ocean. A big boat, little boat. Imagine a banana boat. So it's probably what, 20, 25 meters long. Uh, Yeah. Not big by any standards. Well, I admire the fact that you wanted to travel like the the locals uh, do, but it didn't turn out that well for you. Well, I've been living like the locals, so in in the context of the times, it seemed perfectly appropriate. So what happened? It sank. It sank, yeah, yeah, to put it bluntly. But, uh, yeah, I guess we had, we're sailing under bad auspices. It was a stormy day, and after about an hour crossing, you know, after we left the harbour, uh, we are leaving the island chain, the Pearl Islands, that protect the harbor of Panama on its way towards Colombia. And as soon as we got past that island chain, the ocean just turned violent. Waves crashing over the top. I mean, ra- wind and rain coming in sideways. <laughs> a couple of times, you know, the, the boat was tilting so much that I feel like another 20 pounds on one side or another, and it would have flipped over right there. At that point, the captain made a call. The bilge pump that takes the water out of the hole of the boat had started acting up, uh, quit extracting water. So he made the call to turn around and head back towards Panama City. And as we're going back, this time we're going a lot slower because we're sitting lower in the water. And it takes us about two hours, about 7.30 at night. The sun has already gone down. When the bilge pump broke again, and we, did, we realized that we won't be able to get into land. So at that point, we're just kind of stranded in the water. And uh, yeah, that's when a wave came up. The the last one that the the boat could handle. And that's what rolled it over. That must have been incredibly scary. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I used to be a whitewater rafting guide. So in the moment, my rafting instincts kind of took over. And so when the boat, when a raft, you know, inflatable raft is about to flip, you shout high side and you try to jump to the, high side of the boat to hold it down. Well, silly me, I thought about doing the exact same thing. So in English, I shout out high side, climb up to the railing as it's flipping. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work the same on a you know, 50-foot boat. So why did you enter then flip my trip? Uh, I mean, I, I got the email, saw, saw the email prompt and thought, oh, man, well, I got a great answer to that. Did you ever manage to get to Columbia or... Oh, I did eventually. I got, it, we were in the ocean for about five hours. We finally got picked up, brought into land. And uh, 
yeah, I was able to recuperate, well, you know, borrow some money, and I went on with my trip. But by that point, I had nothing more than a backpack someone had lent me, a pair of clothes they had lent me, and the same clothes I'd been wearing when the ship actually sank. So I did lose everything. So <laughs> I made it to Columbia, but in a very different manner than I thought I would. Would you like to do it again in, in a more um, less dramatic fashion? Well, you know, I, I kind of figure that how many times can one person be in a shipwreck in their life? <laughs> so hopefully all my bad luck is behind me. Well, all right. well funny well, you, you say that. You do me a favor. If you don't go by boat, if you promise to go uh-huh. some other way, can we tell you that you're one of the winners of Flip My Trip and we want to send you back to Columbia? Would that be okay? Oh, man, that's awesome. I can't believe it. <laughs> all right, but yeah, I, I guess I could fly this time. Yeah. That makes you feel any better. <laughs> well, you do have international flights for two, thanks to STA Travel. You've got $2,000 US spending money. Oh, no, no, actually. Whoa. Um, you've got $2,000 from Tour Radar for tours. You've got $2,000 for accommodation, and you've got $4,000 spending money and free travel insurance <laughs> because you don't get uh, go by boat. There. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I can't believe it. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Yeah, you've got, something, you've got some planning to do on the rest of this road trip. I, I know, man. I got something exciting to look forward to. Just got to figure out what kind of grand adventure I want to go on next. Who you gonna awesome. call? Thank you so much, guys. Who are you going to call now? Who are you going to ring and tell? Oh, well, I got to think for a moment. Who? Because uh, the first person I call is probably the person that's going to come with me on the trip as well. So, like, uh, you know, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> Have some fun sorting that out and planning your, your flip my trip. Congratulations, Sam. Oh, man, thank you so much, guys. Well, congratulations to our three winners and a big thanks to everyone who entered, you know, 21 odd thousand entries. It was a tough task judging. Uh, to get in touch with us, email podcast at World Nomads and listen to our episodes by grabbing them from wherever you get your favourite podcasts. It's a great place to hear all the things World Nomads is up to, like Flip My Trip. Yep. And do subscribe so that way you don't miss an episode. And we also encourage you to rate and share. See you next week as we explore Belize. Bye. Amazing nomads. Be inspired.